You mm-hmm. was only at the end of the day, you was you were brought in to study the shit, um, make the place feel happy, and just bring the good feel back to back at United. You've done that, and that's great. Like we're happy with that. But it's not a time for us to go beyond all of that. He's not even a top fifteen manager. <laughs> it's, t- it's time for us to go beyond that. You know, you know, you know what, what Tom's saying. Basically, you know when you're a project manager, yeah, and uh, you're not really managing the project, and they let you go to the hire someone else. They hand over the project, and they say, no. "Before you go, yeah, can you do a handover?" <laughs> Happening, people. Welcome back to another episode of Red Divided. Myself, Tommy. You got Addy here. Uh, you got myself, Ham, aka Oli Gunnar Solskjaer the second. <laughs> so I love that. I love that guy. <laughs> I love. I love. I love that guy. I love him. <laughs> do you know why? Oh. Do you know why I love him? Because it's like he likes pressure. It's like you know, like you know, like you know, like when you was in uni. Yeah? Tommy will. Tommy will testify to this. You know, when you're in uni. They'll give us an assignment. They'll say, Hammer and Tom, hand it in Thursday at midday. Me and Tommy will be in the library Wednesday, midnight. We've probably gone to Liquid. We've now come back. Just adding pressure onto us. So we could have done it for the whole week. Just like Oli, you're at home. You're under pressure already. It's Everton. It's international break the week after. You know what I'll do? I'll leave Ronaldo out. I'll even leave Pogba out as well. You know what, Sancho? You don't need minutes. Sit on the bench. <laughs> and then he draws the game, almost loses the game, and then they ask him after the game, How, "What did you think about your selection?" It was the right selection. <laughs> What's wrong with my man? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It's, it's hard trying to even like even attempting to try to understand. Yeah. It's hard, it's, man. It's hard. It's, it's just, hard. It's, it's so let let's just start with um, the Villarreal game because. Even that though I was a, lucky as well. That was <laughs> atrocious. That like the amount of chances this team created against us, it's unreal. And, and you know, video really don't even create that many chances. If you watch them, they don't even create that many I was chances. About to say, they play. I was about to say the same thing because normally they're pretty tight. Like yeah, um, he likes to play like five at the back, or he will play a lot of midfielders basically, and just wait for one opportunity, wait for a set piece or something. That's what it tends to Because everything comes from rely on. Everything comes yeah, from yeah, that's that's what, I didn't mention that before been, the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what they tend to rely season. on. But for the fact that they're able to create that much chances against us, <laughs> it's just, it's it's concerning, man. It's, it's real concerning. And that's not a defensive problem, is it? Because creating that many chances is not a defensive. It's your whole footballing Philosophy, but yeah, it doesn't. Right. It also doesn't help if you've got your second choice right back playing, second choice left back playing, and not your first choice centre half with Varane. Because yeah. Dallo, I was telling Tommy, Dallo is probably still sleeping now after that game. <laughs> the way Dan Juma <laughs> put him in a blender, oh, he's probably horrible. still sleeping now. <laughs> well, and the thing is, Ham, the levels of maybe Dallo, Dallo um, it's not much different to their levels of footback. We're not talking about a massive drop. In terms of like comparing it to Villarreal's level or whatever they have going up against us, 
Their level is not a massive drop. Dalo, mm-hmm. only, I think his biggest issue is he can't defence. Tellez is a is a very good left back. The levels is not much different to what Villarreal were going up against. I can understand if we're going up against uh, um, a PSG, Real Madrid, like mm-hmm. one of the bigger teams. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Villarreal. Like, not disrespect to Villarreal. The end boy, they beat us. Um, they won the disrespect Europa- them. Yeah. They won it. Disrespect <laughs> them. They won the Europa, they won the Europa League anyway against us. But first, they're our level, right? They're our level. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. No, but, yeah, no, you're right, though. We in this current yeah. name. We yeah, keep yeah, yeah. calling name, but they are our level. In terms they won, of they won the final. They, play. they won the final. Yeah, they are okay, our so level. Is, okay, not in terms of playing, in terms of like the way we played football. Yeah, where we play football is even they less won, than our they name. Won a, they won a more recent trophy than you. We don't play good football. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, and it's true. And like, we, just, we don't play football. If da- just Dalo's problem it. is that he his positioning can be really bad. Because I can't remember, Tommy, was you I was talking to. I can't remember yeah. which position I said. I, I don't know whether it was in a five or a three when he yeah. first joined us. He yeah. used to look lost in one particular. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. But he used to look absolutely lost. And that's how we looked in the Champions League the other day. Yeah, Dan Juma was tearing out. him apart. Bro. Yeah, he just kept getting caught out. But I I agree with you, but my view is the I agree with Tommy that the replacement defense shouldn't have been it's not the cause of it. Like the dropping level isn't horrific. Mm-hmm. I think generally our football isn't great. Right. And that's why they keep coming at us. Because it's constant. Literally, as I was watching the game, I was like, this is Wolves. This is the Wolves game. Mm-hmm. They've had every chance in the world and then we go and steal it. It's 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 a it's a more general problem. Our football is not great. It's but again but the game poor. but the game itself, you took the three points that you needed to take. Obviously That's Champions it. League, everyone knows yeah. win your home games, get a get a point away from home, you should be good. Yeah. That's it. You've got your yeah. three yeah. points yeah. at home. Obviously you That's needed what... Tommy's Tommy's favourite player to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what keeps him in the job. We got the points. That's what I keeps him in the job. I don't think I can't record game. Not even record. We haven't played good football in, in any of our games this season. Any of our games, like we can't go into one match and and say um, that was a great performance by Man United. Yeah, we beat Newcastle four one, but we discussed it on the pod, right? That so many it's not it, that that wasn't a four one game. Mm. Yeah. But there's not one performance this season that we can go into. Well, I don't enjoy watching us play. I'll be honest with you. I honestly do not enjoy watching us play. I think, and we was talking. We took. We talked about this. Ham, you were saying, um, Marine. Like it's not as bad as the Mourinho. I, I, I will admit that's not. Oh as bad yeah, hundred percent. But then, I don't enjoy it. The season. Yeah, this I season. Honest, yeah, yeah, this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah this I, season. Bro, yeah. there's not one game that I've, I've watched. The neutrals will probably love it because the neutral, like, I feel like a, a lot of times when people watch Man United, is either you support Man United or you're watching Man United to lose. That's just, that's just it. But as a fan, it's just a terrible watch. A lot of the games, like, even, I wasn't even excited when Ronaldo scored that last minute goal because it's, I was so angry yeah. by the performance that even the last minute goal didn't, didn't really do it, much to it, me. It's important. We needed yeah, the points, it, but it's like the Wolves the game. I, yeah. I felt like I was happy we got the points, but I felt no joy in that result. Absolutely, Absolutely. no joy. Because yeah. ultimately, if you keep, like, you you start to become undone. There's so much you can mask the points with, right? If your football is not great and our mm. football is, it's, it's not good at all. 
it's yeah, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Like, you, you, you took the three hard. points, man. That's all that matters. Yeah, look, that's yeah. all that matters. We'll take it. Champions League, especially. Champions League, man. Yeah. We'll take, we'll take it, it, bro. Yeah, we'll even yeah. take that one. We'll shut it. And then <laughs> we continue yeah. and continue to right, yeah, we go again. <laughs> you get me? We um, go again against teams that don't have their star players and we can't beat. That should be even beaten up. So I, I don't know. And Ham, you come every week trolling us with this Ole stuff. Every week. Don't worry, your time will return. <laughs> no, it's not trolling. It's not, it's it not trolling. Return. It's, it's trolling, honestly man. just seeing, because me and Tom had a good conversation on the phone the other day. Yeah? And fundamentally, yeah, I... If I was if I was you two, if I was a United fan, I would want him out for the for the points that you both make, yeah. Because if Conte's available, then I want to upgrade on the manager that I have now because I don't think the manager that I have now, who's in a seat for coming up to three and a half years, with this current crop, can get the best out of them. But I see it from like I was telling Tom, Ed Woodward and the board, they look at the table, they see United fourth, level on points with City, with a new team. I have to give him a season to see the board. Oh, have to give him a season, a season with this crop to see what he can do with it. Because imagine if he does pull out something with it, then they will almost be vindicated and justified. Because a lot of United fans don't want to become that club that we just constantly sack our managers. Sack David Moyes after 10 months. Sack Van Gaal after a year and a bit. Sack uh, Mourinho after two years or something. Yeah, and then Oli, do we do that? Oli's been here yeah, for that's how, And that's how I was saying. On, I was saying that when me and Ham was come, having a conversation, it's been there for like we're we're like a month or two away from three and a half years. So it's not like it won't be a thing where they're sacking them within like a year or two. We're talking about three and a half years. That's a lot of time. And and post post Fergie, Ole is the second most inept ta- tactically the second most inept coach or manager we've had. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, uh, Moise is better than him tactically. Moise is better than him. Van Gaal was better than him. Better than him. So, like, we should away. Ole is tactically like the difference between. So obviously, with Mourinho, there was that there was that negative atmosphere, that negative cloud around the club. And it's not sustainable. Yeah, yeah which is not. It's, you can't in any form of life. You shouldn't have that. Yeah, yeah. And also, Mourinho didn't play positive football because everyone's talking about progress and improvement. The only thing Ole's done is that we now play positive football, but it's not not necessarily good tactically, mm. right? And you can get a child to decide to push you guys forward, like make you play positive football without it being good tactically. And I think that's where we are. That's the only thing he's changed, is that we're now playing positive football instead of negative football. But tactically... I'm I'm looking at managers at the bottom half of the of the table that their you, teams are better than ours. Like tactically, they are better than ours. Did you, you see it? how? Did you see, we're going to get to the Arsenal game soon? But did you see what? Uh, did, I'm not sure if you watched the Brighton against Arsenal game. Yeah. Like, bro, the football that this guys were playing was amazing. The football that Brighton was playing, mm. this is like it just bro, it's out of this world. Sometimes the way that Brighton plays football. And that's time in the like. So I just that's just probably time in the like in the training ground. I just wonder what we do in the training ground because it's okay. Are you as a manager not being able to like, not not being tactically aware or being a great coach? But as a manager, it's your job to hire a great coach. Yeah. To do that. So like, if you realize there's something wrong, you need to start questioning like 
the team around you. It's okay. It's it's okay because Fergie's had a lot of great coaches in his time. Yeah, like Carlos Queiroz, Matt yeah. Zilon. And a lot of the time, Fergie will, will give credit to them to them guys. Although when they go off by themselves, they're not as great as they are under him. Mm. But he's had great coaches that's worked with him, that's worked with the with the team. So it's about you identifying and realizing the coach you have is not good enough. But it's like I think it's far too late for him. I've I've I was talking to him. I, honestly, the next ten games is not going past that next ten games. Yeah, it's a tough run. Have you seen it, Alec? Your run of games. It's yeah. horrific, bro. But you know what's annoying me? So I looked at it and I was like, I'm not as pessimistic as everyone else. I think you take seven out of 12 points, you know? Yeah. I think you beat Leicester and Tottenham. Be, get I a think draw we beat Leicester. Get a draw I'm not sure we beat Tottenham. And lose to City. Or, or the other way around. Yeah. Lose, to, lose to Liverpool and get a draw from City. I and think take seven we from get 12. sufficient points for that guy to fucking stay in the job. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. he does. That's what <laughs> yeah. he does. So, I'm not even shook about that sequence because I know Ole will do enough not to get fired. Yeah, man, it's just... Yeah, it's just... We're just going around the circle, man. There's not much we, that we can say about him. Um, like, the Everton performance, like, just to touch on that, that was, that was poor. It was poor, like, we create chances. Like, we created a couple of chances in the first half, but... It was poor at the end of the day. We didn't win it. Like um, I think there's going to be growing in frustration now among the players because Ronaldo walked up frustrated. What did you think about the decision to not start him, though? I couldn't understand why he didn't start him. I honestly why? couldn't understand. Why? Because I, I couldn't understand it. Yeah, I couldn't understand it. Oh, you I, couldn't? I, I, I thought couldn't. you said you could. Oh, sorry. Yeah. oh no, no, no. I said, no, sorry. I, 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 I said I couldn't. I couldn't okay, understand okay. why. Because, because I didn't get... who are Portugal even playing? Exactly, you took the word out of my mouth. Forget Portugal. Exactly. So that's even so. So that's even. Yes, take a step back. Yes, you're even being considered. Portugal are playing Qatar and like. Yeah, for, no, but forget who they're playing. Though. This but is then now you don't even care who they're playing. It's about you, and you still don't play. Them. And then you got Pogba as now, well. though, bro. Oh, like, so remember, I said, remember the what my fundamental argument was about Arsenal, about us always being inept when we start a season because there's no clarity. We don't make shit clear. Now, mm. for me, when I played and when I watch football, I like clarity in life anyway. I just need to be knowing what's going on. So, Ronaldo, for me, if I'm Oli or the coaches, Ronaldo's, this is the playbook I would have given Ronaldo when he comes through. You play all the league games, you play all the Champions League games unless we qualify. You don't play no League Cup games and you don't play FA Cup. Yeah. Those are the games he gets off. Mm. But he doesn't get Everton at home midday yeah. off. Because yeah. he played against Villarreal on a Wednesday. Yeah. He's Thursday. He will do Thursday. He won't do nothing on Thursday. He'll do recovery on Friday and he'll be good to go Saturday midday. And he and has Ronaldo, to start the game. He's not it's playing right back. He's not playing on the wing anymore. Simple. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he does not, you don't not play him, Pogba, and Sancho. That, that, that doesn't run. Yeah. And Ronaldo knows how to manage the game, Rory. He's not just going to be running around like a headless chicken. Yeah. He's, he's not going to be running. He's not. Like, and it, what's the point of you playing like the two? And like Gary Neville made a great point. Um, Fred Flintstone at McDonald's <laughs> the other day saying that in terms of like Ronaldo, a lot of people was making the point the fact that oh, the teams are going to have to work hard for him. Gary Neville was saying that hasn't changed. That, that hasn't changed from when he was there last time. That the team has always worked hard for Ronaldo. Yeah, but we accept that though. Yeah, as, and, as and, fans, and, you accept and that, exactly, yeah. and that's what you're saying. And also say even the team will accept that because we know what we're going to get from him. Yeah. Like it's, nothing's changed, so why are you? It's, well, and that's it's a, that's a player issue in Oli's defense. That's a player issue. That's not Oli shouldn't have to tell the players that 
you guys need to do more running for Oli. The players are intelligent enough, they get paid enough to know that. Yeah. The so the left, that, the left winger, the right winger, Bruno knows he has to do more running because Ronaldo's not going to track the DM that he needs to track. And, and Bruno did get, he's been getting stuck in in these games. He's yeah, been yeah. getting stuck in in these games. But ultimately, I think the issue is tactically, we are not great. All these gaps that keep appearing, I actually think is more down to the tactics than anything else. Obviously, the personnel in the middle of the park needs to improve, but I think that the tactics is is probably what's letting us down even more. He he could slide, you know? like Oli could literally slide if he had a midfielder in there and maybe two or one with their Pogba who could actually play football, like could actually pass through the lines, who could actually hit a diag that opens up the play on the other side. I don't think I've ever seen Matt Tomine hit a diag or Fred. But, I've seen Fred attempt bro, and he never. We say it. that right <laughs> because it's not there. That might get to United and, and Oli doesn't know how to use it properly. Yeah, no, that, that, that all, argument is there. That but all of this there. stuff is an excuse for him. Everything was, oh, we didn't have a right play. Like, everything's just always a convenient that we don't have the exact 11, we don't have the exact 15 or the exact 19. But actually, I'm, I'm starting to worry he, he just won't know how to use them. Because even the games that we've won against the big boys, yeah, if we're honest... Have there been any games that you thought, oh shit, look at United? We've just sat back and counted. No, he, yeah, he reverted to Mourinho tactics. Yeah, we've literally <laughs> sat down and counted. So Oli hasn't shown us anything that we're like, okay, Oli, this is you. It's yeah, he hasn't imposed himself on a game. Yeah, man. But so, yeah, talking about Everton, they were they were quality though. Everton, yeah, another way, like the they core, they didn't even have the their teams top they team. Didn't have, they didn't have their top team. That's a, that's another thing. They didn't have like the top players, so. They were good. They were good. Yeah, they were you, good. You, you want to go into games like that, especially at home, punishing teams that don't have the top players. That's, That's what Rafa, you want to do. Bro. That's Rafa. That's levels. Yeah, you see, yeah man, you guys didn't have your top players even now. Ronaldo was sitting on the bench putting in his phone. still came on, though. But that's the show difference between Rafa. That's, yeah, Rafa. but that's a level, but it's yeah. like... Rafa is a miles... Of, um, miles, miles, of, miles, ahead. miles ahead of all these. Like, I was watching the... Um, watching the Liverpool and... Um, and, uh, and we'll touch on that too. And uh, I'm sorry, and a City game. You watch that game, you're thinking, we're far away from this team. That like, we've got great players, we've got players that can match them. What tactically, like the quality of the games, like it, you look at it, the Liverpool game yesterday, for example, Liverpool had a bad first half. Second half, they got it right, come out on fire. We talked about Chelsea the other day, bad first half against um, Tottenham. Second half, going and get right. Have you ever seen that with us? Like yeah, making the en- yeah, making any tactical changes. Bad first half and, and come and get out. We don't, we don't do that. We like we this season especially. Whatever we do in the first half is as if he doesn't have any conversation with him. Second half, they just come back and do the same thing. What yeah. he doesn't, what he doesn't make like a substitution. And Ham, do you know what that reminds me of? You remember when we we used to play in Stratford? And we'll go 2 0 down to the team that's bottom. Mm-hmm. We, we wouldn't necessarily change anything. We'll just start playing better and then yeah. we'll win. So it's not nothing that we changed tactically, but everyone's just stepped it up a, a notch. And I think that's where what's happened, even when we've gone behind. It's not really Ole changing things. It's just that the players have said, okay, actually, we should be beating this team. Let's put a bit more in. Or the things they were already doing have now. Like actually come out and we scored, 
but in terms of tactically, it's it's painful. It's painful. It's painful. It's painful. Like, let's just finalize this. The fact of matter is, Oli, he's done what he's what he's been asked. He's come to steady his shit. That's the whole point of us appointing him in the first place. Like, to be honest, he's done that in his temporary role. He's steadied, steadied the shape. The players are happy. Then they're giving you an extra contract. You've done more than that, but that's fine because you was only asked to do that. That's it's the board's fault for keeping you for this for this long. You mm. was only at the end of the day, you was you were brought in to steady the shit, um, make the players feel happy, and just bring the good feel back to back at United. You've done that, and that's great. Like we're happy with that. But it's not a time for us to go beyond all of that. He's not even a top fifteen manager. <laughs> it's, t- it's time for us to go beyond that. You know, you know, you know what, what Tom's saying. Basically, you know when you're a project manager, yeah, and uh, you're not really managing the project, and they let you go, so they hire someone else. They hand over the project, and they say, no. "Before you go, yeah, can you do a handover?" <laughs> it's empty. Yeah, 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 he just yeah, writes yeah. the players' names. So basically, no. basically, man, saying fa- facts only. Yeah, facts, you got right. this far, like, because because we're almost there. Like we are. Yeah. Like, if you look at we our squad, squad yeah. names on the squad, we can win this league. We can win. The, I say we, but as a United, we can win the league. Mm. Let's just hand it to someone that has the capability mm. of winning the league. And it's been done. <laughs> it's been done. Like Chelsea's done that last year. So look, Frank, thank you. Like we needed you to just keep us in the Champions League last year without us being able to spend. You've done that for us. We're not spending 200 million. We tried to give you a goal, but we can tell that yeah, you're, messing not, you're messing up. But <laughs> thank you. Now, can you now do a handover with our new guy? And the new look at the new guy now. So do we <laughs> want that though? Do we want that for especially us? We've come, you've come from Fergie was your manager almost all your life. I come from Wengar was manager for almost all my life, watching Arsenal. So do we want that now where it's like well, we need, now we, need we to get... Now we See? get two three-year managers. Come, two three-years, not good enough, get rid. You come, three, not good well, enough, this get is, rid. Ham, this is three and a half years. Not no, but I'm saying, but that, that, do we want that, though? Could we get rid of Oli and then we if, get another if, manager if in for three and a half? If that's what it works in this it's, day and it's age. It's the real world, right? It's, it's the real not, world. It's not even this day and age. It's real life. Just, yes, like, I guess that's where we're moving. That's that's the question about. So yeah. I was moving into Fergie that where, as fans, anomalies. we're willing to accept that now. Like we don't yeah. mind. We don't mind. Yeah. T- like like Watford. Watford turnover managers every ten months. There, yeah, is what, what, is the the bit, that's ridiculous. That that's, one's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, Chelsea do. Chelsea turn their yeah. managers over every two years. Yeah, three years. Like, but they're, they're successful from Chelsea doing it. Yeah. Like, the thing with Chelsea. Let's say let's say, let's say we're not sorry, Adi. Let's say you're not successful. Are you okay with going through that though? So are you okay with, yeah, so you're not so like Oli, he's not successful, he hasn't won. So we go get yeah. another let's say we get Conte, he don't do nothing for two, three years. Get rid of Conte. Let's go get the next specs thing. Well, it depends, you know, you know, the problem is, Ham, it depends on the project, right? So if it's a project where you know that we're ending this manager with players that are not ready to win the league, you have to give them. But you're time. ready though, you're ready now. Yeah, but you're ready. No, now. that's what I'm saying. So that is why that's what I'm saying. This that it depends where you're at. So now that mm-hmm. we're ready, if you don't do it, then you will have to like Conte will have to probably go. But then the problem with if Conte don't do it is we might have to start back again because this play is my over the reach that um some of these players might need to go by then. That like we've got like players like Veranda's 28. So by the time Conte, let's say Conte spend another two years or some something there, this players will be reaching 30 on 32. Ronaldo will be 39, whatever it is. So the next manager might need a, a new project to start again. Like he might want to break. Yeah, he might want. Yeah, he might want to. The thing is, I'm not fixated. Like I'm not fully fixated on trophies, right? 
because I view it very differently. I look at, there's a lot of competition, right? There are quite a few top teams and a limited number of trophies. Yeah, we only right. have, have a challenge for four and we really don't care about the League Cup, so it's really free. You get me? <laughs> so, but as long as you are having a very good go at this stuff, then I have to be content, right? Like, ultimately, you want to win everything. Everyone wants to win everything. Everyone in a certain stage of the league wants to win stuff, but there's a limited number. But minimum is that we have to get to a point that where we can invest in a team so heavily with those players, we need a competent manager. And on top, you need, on top you need, of that, you need a style you, of play. Exactly. That's bro, on top of that. You need bro. a start, start of play. You need a style like, of play. Even, as you said, Adam, overall, if your team is not winning anything, if we're competing to the highest level and we're providing that exciting football, and we go into like, I want to go into this, um, to the games, this big games like Liverpool and City, not knowing who's going to win the game. That's the, could yeah. like all the big games this season, apart from like, obviously the Spurs and like the Arsenal games, like the Chelsea Liverpool. I didn't know who was going to win it. City Liverpool. I didn't know who was going. I didn't know who was going to win. It's just it all depends on the like on the day, on the day, and 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 the tactic on the day. That it's that's like what's going to win it. You going out in a hundred k suit, but then you're wearing it either a, like a fifteen pound Casio watch. Or using links as your as your favorite. <laughs> links Africa. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And that's what we're basically doing with Oli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, nice, no, cool. Um, look, it's just the next ten games. We'll be back at it again anyway. So it's there's a lot. Knowing Oli, knowing Oli's track record in this three and a half year, he's gonna skate. He's gonna straight through. New contract. He's gonna skate. He's gonna straight through. <laughs> He's gonna be fine because sooner or later these players gotta step up as well. As long as Oli's taking all the brunt right now, um, rightfully so. But obviously, some of these players have been bought in for good money, and sooner yeah, or later yeah. they're gonna have to start performing. They can't yeah. all hide behind. They can't all hide behind the manager. But I think I think that's that. They they as long as Oli's the manager, they're gonna get away with that. They're, they're gonna yeah, I, yeah I'm because gonna, the, no, like, the noise I, is getting yeah, louder. Yeah, the noise, the noise is, is getting louder. Like as, as bad as it think, is. Yeah, I, I, and I and I appreciate what you're saying. It's just very true. I'm not I'm not trying to deny it, but as long as Oli's manager, they are going to get away with it. Because there are better managers than him that like, get attacked. Look at um, Tottenham manager. They, they're only trying you to know. give him free games. Mm. They're only trying to give him free games. Yeah, yeah. They wanted they were asking for meetings with the board to get rid of the man because of free games. Mm. So, yeah, not nah, about. Anywho, let's move on to um to the Arsenal game. No Champions League game for you guys, unfortunately. But, oh, we play um... once a week now, mate. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, very comfortable with that. Very comfortable with that. I enjoy the European nights. I just decide who I'm going to watch. Am I going to watch PSG Man City? Am I going to watch United Villarreal? Am I going to have a split screen? Cool. Just enjoy um, the game. And what I like here yeah, is the fact that we don't have Europe yet. Yeah, it's because of, obviously, I was talking to my boy yesterday, but... We get to we get the luxury of what you guys don't have. So in Oli's defense, I'm not, I don't want to seem like I'm defending, but in Oli's defense, he doesn't have time on the training pitch to establish a style of play because United are playing Saturday or Sunday, Tuesday or Wednesday, Saturday or Sunday, and you're going back and back and back. Whereas we have the luxury of we play once a week. Arteta's got them on the training ground for five days, maybe doing double sessions, so we can work on something. However, against Brighton, 
It didn't like we worked on anything. <laughs> the only good thing about Brighton was we left there with a point and we left there with a season. Yeah, no. Brighton, like, give credit to Brighton. There was balling on that on Saturday. The football they was playing, just beautiful. Oh, no, it's like watching that. I, I love watching that team, man. They were balling, are they? They're a good like, side. They're a good they're, side. They're, they're a good, good side. side. Like, as an Arsenal fan, if I was sorry, if I was an Arsenal fan, I would not be disappointed if I went away there taking a point. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Like, yeah. I will take the point. Don't don't complain. I was happy. Don't complain. I'm, I I was, it's a good test, right? It was. Yeah. It was after great the first that. six games this season, it was a. It was, was it? Yeah. Six games? Or, this is our seventh yeah. game. It was so our seventh after, game. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was a very good test. Yeah. Like, because Brighton are a good footballing team, but they're yeah. not like the higher level. No, yeah, no. And yeah, I, I, think, well, you, it, I you, think it was yeah. a good result. Yeah, now you take it like, if you watch the game, you take, and considering how we've had like a few Arsenal fans over like, the, um, what, four or five weeks on, on the pod, and everyone's considered their team as a, what, seven, six, seventh. I'm, I'm fighting for top six for you guys. A lot of them are saying seventh or eighth team. You'd be happy with a point with Brian. You can't. I don't want anyone away from home as well. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking the run into consideration as to why I'm happy with the point because it's for me. Let's take away the first three games of the season. Like I mm. said, our season started against Norwich. Yeah, so that's ten points from twelve. You'll take that any day at any stage in the season. You'll take mm. ten points from twelve, and when you take into factor in the performance that we put in, and they were missing their best player and Basuma. And they still pulled and they still pulled us yeah, off the yeah, park. Yeah, yeah. And, and the weather conditions weren't great, but they weren't great for both sides. It was a late kickoff as well. One more, I'm more than happy to take the point away from there. Graham Potter's a better manager than my manager. So he's yeah. got his players playing a better brand of football than my team currently play at the moment. But I'm gonna give my manager the grace. He's only just got his best eleven together. And is a, and this is only like maybe the third game that he's able to put them out there and implement whatever he's working on. Whereas Graham Potter's had this season, preseason, last season. And whatnot to, to do Fair that. Assessment. Yeah, assessment. yeah, yeah. So I'm so I was happy. The only thing I was not happy about is that when we are going away to these teams and we're gonna go away to other teams, like we're gonna go away to Villa and Leicester and that, and they may have more positions than us and they may have more opportunities than us. We have to take our chances that are given to us or we create because we didn't create that much. But any that's given to us, because there was there was nice pretty patterns of play. If you see the chance Emil Smith Rowe had. If you don't score it, you don't score it. But for me, especially when I'm playing football and watching football, I just want the right decisions to get made. And when you lot play with me and see me get frustrated, it's not because someone hasn't scored or something. It's just because the right decision hasn't been made. Whether it's a through ball that should have been played through or whether it's going near post when you should have went far. But I just want the right decisions to be made. And I will live with the consequences if the right decisions were made. And that's where my frustrations for the game against Brighton was when we did have a couple of chances. It just it, We just weren't making the right decisions in the final third. Once again, Gabriel was immense. Ben White, he looks like the one that we got for ten pounds, and Gabriel looks like the one that we got for fifty million. <laughs> and, um, but not taking away nothing from Ben, he still had a good game. My right back, that was his toughest game, but I'm happy with that. Like I was telling Tom on the phone, he has to have games like that. Tommy Ashley's come in, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, we like this guy," but he has to go through games like that where he looks like he's struggling a bit. Still new, still new. Yeah. It doesn't help that they doubled up on him, but that's once oh, again yeah. a good manager yeah. from Graham Potter. That was saying, a top man. Seeing that Saka wasn't coming back because Saka yeah. was doing what I don't mind him doing. Yeah. If I'm playing with someone like that, I don't mind Saka cheating a bit. So, because if we win it, 
we can break with Saka. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. if we don't win it, it's a double up on Tomiyasu's side. So he looks worse than he was. But I don't mind that tactic from the gaffer because it's obviously higher risk, higher reward. But fundamentally, happy with the point. Take that. We move on. We've got two yeah. games at home. Villa and I think... No, no, Palace. And I think we've got Villa after. So we've got to take six yeah. points from that. Cool. Now, you guys done well. Uh, what You didn't do well, sorry, but... It, no, we've done well, man. It's gonna, it's, there's a lot of teams that's going to go to Brighton and, and lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might even do that, so... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, trust me. If you watch... I'm not sure if you watch the game. They're what... No, I watch it. They, that's why. That's why I agree that it's a it's a good it's, result. It's a great bro. result. Nah, yeah, I'll take. And they didn't. They, like I said, they didn't have Basuma playing. They didn't have Tariq playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good result. Um, just a quick one, lad. Um, before we move, move on to um our main topic of the day. Just a couple of things. What What are your thoughts on the um, Liverpool and City game? Go on, Eddie. On the go first. You know what? I, th- I thought it was, a, it was a very good game, yeah. Like, obviously, you're seeing the contrasting styles, but then you see the quality, right? Whether it's team brilliance, individual brilliance, you're seeing both of that. But one thing that popped to my head was obviously with everyone saying it's a great game. Do you think people would have called it a great, great game if it was nil nil? Exactly the same football, but nil nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would. I, I would have said it was a great game. So one thing I've noticed over the like the course of maybe like the last year or so is that a lot of commentators are when it comes to games between the big six, they only classify it as a good game if, if it's if it's got goals in it. Mm. And nil-nil can be a great I've watched some great nil-nil games, bro. Yeah. And that's my view as well. I think games are fantastic, but they only seem to quantify like qualify them as great games mm. if they're not nil if they're not nil-nil. But a game like that, even if it was nil-nil, you're saying nah. That's football. That's what yeah. you want to see in the Premier League. That's that's a great advert. Yeah, you're seeing great advert. fantastic football. You're seeing man like Salah that is actually carrying the flag for the Premier League yeah. because he is. You don't go against Salah. Yeah. Best player yeah. in the world right now. Huh? You don't go against him. You have to respect him at all times, whoever he's playing. Give that guy his crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best, best player in the world. Best player in the world right now yeah. on current form. And I enjoyed it. And you, when you watching quality football, um, football players like Bernardo Silva, because I always oh. say that Gilly is one of them. He's, am- he's amazing. He's, he's, amazing. he's, amazing. he's amazing. He's just amazing. He's Gilly. The way he can drop a shoulder, it's just. And bear in mind, that's one of the, that's the player that was supposed to leave. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when he was linked to. Yeah. To be fair, it's because yeah. it's hard sometimes when you see a player drop out, but you're like. You drop out of favor, but you're like, no, nah, this guy is amazing. And I think one of the, I, as I said, the asset that I enjoy the most or quality in a football is the, the agility, the way you can just turn. So on easy. a sixpence, yeah, and literally <laughs> he has it. He has it. In, in... It's just a good cool one. It's Salah and um, KDB, right? At the moment, for me, Salah is the best player in the Premier League. Mm. But I, but for me, the reason why I say that is because KDB doesn't play enough games. But if KDB plays enough games. For me, I'll put in my head of like Salah as the best player in the Premier League. What are your thoughts on that? In the current form, Mohamed Salah is the best player yeah. in the world. The current not form. Just not... Yes. Oh, yeah. But if I'm putting their resumes up and I'm saying what they've both done in the Prem oh, since they've been here, then I would say KDB is the best footballer in the Prem. But in current form, yeah, Mo Salah is yeah. easily. Salah's just on fire. He's just it's, it's, it's the be- It's the best I've seen him, you know. Yeah, he's just unstoppable. And his impact, his impact is just... 
you're not getting the same impact from KDB at the moment. And obviously that might be for injuries. Yeah, yeah. Salah's yeah didn't impact, come back for it, innit? Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like the Ronaldo impact back then when he was mm. at United the first time, but just before he left. It's the same impact. It's game after game, goals, constant threat. Goals or six. Constant, so yeah. it's, it's hard, it's hard to argue against that at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's, for now, for me, definitely he is the best. But I feel like... Um, I think with KDB, he doesn't play enough game. If he does play enough game, then I feel like he will be the best player in the Premier League. But I think in terms, in terms of like talent wise, and it's just way of the things that he's done since since he's been in City. I think yeah, it will be yeah, it'll definitely be for me. But like, t- t- take nothing away from Salah. His form now is just incredible, man. It's always been Salah for me. Anyway, we always have this debate about like Salah, Mane, and I've always the thing with Salah just. It's, it's just hard to go against him. And I've always said this in like my fantasy football team, is that for the last two, three years, I buy him by the beginning of the season and he just never comes out. I just leave him there. It's just, <laughs> I, just, I just simply leave him there until the rest of the season and you know he's going to get you the points, man. So, yeah, no, Salah is a great talent. No, he is, he, is, he is quality. I mean, he weren't quality in the first half, but the whole Liverpool team. Yeah, no. <laughs> and what yeah. was so dope, yeah, was um, I tweeted, yeah, this is why we love Jurgen Klopp, because his insight when he talks about games after, his post-match analysis, I love it. It's like no other manager, in it? And he made a good point. He basically made the point I'm going to make for me when he goes, if you was a stranger and you watched the first half, you'd be like, wow, this Liverpool team is really shit. <laughs> and this yeah. Man City team is really good but if you like me because funnily funny enough when I was listening to his interview he said if you watch the second half you would think this Liverpool team is quite decent yeah. and I only watched the second half because I was at the Brentford West Ham game so by the time I got home I had missed the first half so I literally only watched the second half of the game so when I heard the commentator saying Man City might have effed up because of how well they played in the first half in school yeah yeah, I was like, raw, because this Liverpool that I'm watching, they're like aggressive, they're on the front foot. They wasn't allowing Man especially the first 15 minutes of the second half, they wasn't allowing Man City to do anything that they wanted to do. So I thought the second half was just fascinating because it was literally, obviously, going back and forth with the goals. All the, the goals were lovely as well. Phil, Phil Foden is, is just, it's just sensational, isn't it? <laughs> sensational. The, the, that finish, he can't do nothing else rather than get the back post and connect it how he connected it. So for me, that goal was just as beautiful as Mo Salah's individual goal as well. And then even even Mane's goal, the, the play from Salah for Mane's goal and the finish yeah, by Mane. And the ball. The first time finish. Everything about it, everything everything about the second half was what you want to see from a big game. And obviously, big games are always better when there's drama, refereeing decisions, the managers yeah, are going right, at yeah. it. And obviously, Pep's reaction to James Milner, which we all know was a second yellow... <laughs> and the referee didn't do it because he bottled it because it's at Anfield and he just didn't want to be centre of attention. But he is centre of attention because he fucked up badly. And Jurgen Klopp kind of baited him up when he took James Milner off like two minutes after. <laughs> I brought Joe Gomez. I oh, well, well, Daddy, my family, my family, get off. Get off, get off. <laughs> don't, come, don't come across us again. Come on, come on, come on. So I thought it was a great spectacle. But once again, it just, for me, it just showed again why City are just... Everyone's good. City are level above. Because to, yeah. to put that performance in after putting in a performance away to Stanford Bridge, putting in a performance at the game, because they play much yeah. better than PSG. And then to go away at Anfield and put that performance in. Yeah, there was quality. Thank goodness they didn't buy a striker, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, man, I don't think. I mean, I don't think they need it. I don't yeah, think I don't think they need, think they need it, but, to. But if they did, then yeah, it it it'd be curtains for everybody. <laughs> I think I think like I think they do because there, there, there are moments in the game when like it's time they can just if they had someone in a box. Like, that's one question ball. I wanted to ask as well because. Like if wait if you get goals from everywhere, then yeah, what yeah. is the need of a striker? Yeah, hundred percent. That's 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 what I was gonna say. I do. But the thing is, though, Spain. Sorry, go on, Tom. Go on, Tom. Yes. No, there's moments where you feel like you put like. Don't get me wrong. They're great the way they play, right? They're just they're great. It's because regardless without them having a striker, they're always gonna find a way to score goals anyway. And you, and they, as, you, as you guys rightly said, they get goals from everywhere. But when you watch them play, there are moments where there are space in the middle where they can get a striker in place. There's runs that can possibly be made. Because sometimes when they get down the bar line, because there's no one in the box, they just come back and start all over again. And if you have a striker, and at times they've got the quality that they can pick out the striker in the box. Well, before, they, a lot of their goals used to be from the byline regardless. It used to be the, the wing the on the other yeah, side. The that used to, yeah, yeah. Signing to Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. But watch that, like, every time I watch them, I feel like a striker. And there's chances where I feel like, it's, like the first half, for example, you give one of those chances to a striker, a top striker, he scores that. I just think I just think it's easy because we've watched City with Aguero play against and play at Anfield and not score. Play, they've, they've played with strikers and yeah. gone games and not scored. I think the way Pep's got them now with this no striker and almost like all midfielders and then Cancelo and... Walker bloody joining as midfielder. So now you've got like eight midfielders yeah. on the pitch. If they're making, if they're timing, and practice will make perfect on the training pitch, isn't it? Pep, Pep will almost master it because, like I said, Spain, I've seen Spain win the Euros with no striker. I've seen Barcelona play Man, Man United off the park with Messi playing as a yeah. false nine. Might as well play in midfield. They so won the count last year yeah, with a striker I, as well. I, I just think that's, and, that's yeah, and winning the league last year with no striker. Yeah. And I think they can do it again. Yeah, I honestly. Because obviously like, it's I've, a big topic now. Everyone's, but I'm just like, but they've done it. So like, yeah, they, I mean, the, only, the reason why I say is like they can't do it again is that the other teams are just as strong as them and like with top managers. And I think that's the reason why I feel like they can't do it. Like, like yeah, know, we've, seen, we've seen them play their two biggest rivals. I don't put you like yeah. rivals, no disrespect. Play yeah, them both no, off the park. Yeah. Yeah, not what well, I say, though. No, but you're right, this, though. If maybe this, they had a striker, like, they could have beat Chelsea 3 0. They could have beat well, 2 0 yeah, up yesterday. 2 0, exactly. So, and they, they played ever. They, they played the. Like oh, but the thing is, City are always gonna play teams off the park. They're always gonna play teams off the park. They played PSG off the park, but they couldn't win the game, right? And those, and I feel sometimes that's it's games like that that's dying for a striker. Yeah, I just think Pep's argument will be to that, and it's a it's a perfect rebuttal. I've played with strikers and lost those same games. Yeah, yeah no, no, I, I get that. Like I say, like, I, I totally get that. And but I'm happy anyway because it's making seek um, the league exciting because I feel like if like, they have a top quality striker. We, no one else has got a chance. And so I they, had, the only, they had Harry yeah, Kane. <laughs> yeah, and the reason why everyone else has got a chance is because they don't have a striker. Bro, Harry Kane hasn't scored in the league this year, has he? No, he hasn't. He's oh, coming, he's coming. Just load in. <laughs> hey, yo, I love you, dude. I love you, dude. He's loading, loading. Cool, man. Um, let's, wrap yeah, up, no, was... let's wrap up the other games, though, isn't it? Yeah, um... The Leicester game, top game. Um, I was really happy for. Actually, no, we we bring that, we come back onto that because that was the top game. Who, who, uh, who, who played? Chelsea just about got away with it. 
Um, the I honestly part. don't think that James Ward-Prowse thing was a red one. I think it yeah, was I didn't think it was card, that man. bad, you know. I, I think it was a yellow that. card. Keep it going, man. Yeah, I just think it was that. And bad. I don't. I think Southampton could have nicked a draw if they had eleven players on the pitch. Huh? Yeah, 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 probably could have. Yeah, yeah. Spurs got a win, which is great for them. Um, Wolves, Wolves, Jimenez was moving mad from what yeah. I saw. Obviously, the new. I don't want to say his name wrong. I don't want to. I don't want to offend nobody. But I believe the guy's Korean. The guy that scored the. Dunk. South Korean, yeah. South Korean. Clean finishes. Clean finishes. And if him and him and there's conform something and, and then get Paul Dents back from injury. I might need to get him on my fantasy team as well. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. Okay. That was good. Uh, Why were yeah. going with... cool. So yeah, the last one is just the um the last top game is um... actually no, you was at you was at um, the London Stadium Ham. What was the atmosphere like when um, Brentford scored the last. Game. Oh yeah, Brentford against Brentford against West Ham. Yeah, because you was at the stadium, right? Yeah, yeah. But the game was it wasn't it wasn't a great game. It was just a lot of stop and start. It was good to see. I only went there to see Ivan Tony, see what he's like live, see what Declan Rice is like live, and obviously just enjoy the game. Declan Rice was piss poor, but he looked tired, like he was flagging from Thursday night. But that's West. That's gonna happen to them, isn't it? That Thursday yeah. to Sunday thing ain't gonna be easy because they started so Brentford rightfully. Um, Got the lead, but it was it was like I said, it was a stop start game. Brentford looked good though; they they look like they'll be comfortable in the league. Like I, I could see them doing what Sheffield United Sheffield United done in their first season, okay, being comfortable because the way they played with that five at the back with the midfield with Tony and the other guy Umbemo up top. So yeah, that was cool. But funny enough, as soon as it was ninety minutes, we left in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we left on ninety minutes, and what happens as I'm walking around the stadium, I hear a cheer. But the cheer's not loud enough for it to be West Ham, innit? Because obviously, if West Ham get the final goal in the last minute, the stadium's going to erupt, innit? So yeah. I'm thinking it's probably a VAR something or something. And my battery had died. So I literally didn't know what happened until I got home. And I see that Brentford got the winner in the 94th minute. <laughs> and as the guy was warming up, me and my bridges were saying to each other, that's the brother that come off the bench and scored yeah. against... Um, Liverpool, in it, and he did it. Um, in the league, and he, he did it in the league. He's got a hat trick or something, can't he? Yeah, he's been. Yeah, the guy's trying to say, "Play me, boy." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was fun. But it was good to be at a London Stadium. It was, just, it was just good to see a, um, a live football game again. So that was good. Um, David Moyes looked like he was getting to get into a fight with one of the defenders. That was funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as I said, for Declan Rice, yeah, yeah, he just he, he it was more probably tiredness, isn't it? Than anything, but as I, if I was a scout for Man United, I would have left there saying we are definitely not paying 100 million for him. But <laughs> somebody told me it was worth 200. I said, Shots, silly numbers. Bro. We are uh... definitely not paying 100 million for him if I was if I was a scout there, boy. Cool, cool. Um, I think the last game will be the um, the Ars- uh, sorry, the Palace. What did what, what did Watford do? The... They but lost. They lost to um, the, yeah. The game wasn't that great to be honest. They lost to great um yeah. They lose one nil. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One nil. Yeah. 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 And then Burnley and Norwich played that nil nil draw. Bottom of yeah, the table clash. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think it's worth mentioning games like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, bro. I want them both relegated, <laughs> isn't it? So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So like the Palace game. Um. Great. Great game. Um. Palace played. To be honest with you, Palace played them off the park, in my opinion. Um. Go on, I Patrick. Thought, I feel like um, Leicester scored two like the two goals that scored from individual like, errors, isn't it? individual errors. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, and the guy that you was talking about that um, last season, Ade Olicio, 
He, I yeah. was this. I can't lie. First time watching him, I was so impressed as soon as it came yeah. on. The balls, he was like, as soon as they said that he got the highest assist last year in the championship. What for Reading? Yeah, yeah. You can he's tell, only nineteen years old, isn't it? Yeah, he's up. Yeah, not if like, you see the balls that he whips into the box, yeah, you can tell why. When I was watching, <laughs> so I used to watch him on Sky Sports, like when they used to play, and yeah. he was just so silky. Obviously, he's yeah. a bit like, but it was just like it just reminded Does me. Does he remind you of like Eze? You Eze, they got, yeah. You think they got the same type of players, but yeah. on different flanks. Yeah, literally. Yeah. When I was watching last season, I and he he didn't look his age, like he was playing ball. He, he would have been like seventeen, eighteen kid. when you was watching yeah. him. Innit? He didn't look like a small kid. He was playing. He was playing ball properly. <laughs> yeah. oh, like the yeah. balls that like, he was just whipping in, it's cutting in, like it, it scored a very good goal too. So yeah, the, like well done to like Palace. Because to be honest, they didn't deserve to like lose that game. They played so well. Even if they won the game, you wouldn't like no one would have argued because they played much better than Leicester. And yeah. Leicester are just currently in trouble at the moment. Like, yeah, they're definitely. They're and once Eze comes back, yeah. they can get rid of Jordan Ayew and yeah, one million percent. Yeah, things will be real. Yeah, no, they've they've got they're, it looks really good for them, um, Palace to be honest with you. And they've got great young talent there. So And they're still waiting for their um their right back who they signed two seasons ago to come in and take Joel Ward's place, Nathan Ferguson, who they got oh, from West yeah. Brom. Remember they got him from West Brom, innit? Yeah, quality yeah. player, but he ain't played, innit? I think he ruptured his knee when they bought him. So this is his second season they still ain't played. Yeah. So I think I think I think Patrick will want to get him at right back instead of Joel Ward because he's pretty much changed up the whole back four, innit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, apart from him. Cool. Yeah. Um. So obviously, like, just to move on from like the games, like it's Black History Month. So I thought, what we do, we touch on like um the black players, not just the Premier League, all over the world. Every week, one or two every week on like on their legacy. Um. And the reason why I left the Palace game until last is because one of the players I thought was Patrick Vieira. Um. So. Damn, I thought we were talking about Rashidi Yakini. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll get to Yakini at some point this um, this month if we get a chance. Um, we start with Patrick Vieira. So, in terms of that, for you, Ham, what does Patrick Vieira mean for you? Um, what, like, as an Arsenal fan, what was it like watch, watching Patrick Vieira while he was at Arsenal? I can never get tired about talking about this man. I'm probably just going to repeat myself on what I said like last week or two weeks ago, but. That's that's my that's my legend, isn't it? Like Patrick Vieira is my hero, my legend. I went up, I went number four because of him. Everything, everything I do, <laughs> football wise, obviously growing up when he come to us, what was it, ninety six? So I would have been what eight, seven or eight. So I would have just been playing football around them times. Yeah, and just seeing this colossus. The, why, why I say Vieira is one of the best best midfielders is because. What we see in midfield is like the core midfielders that we like now. They were like, oh yeah, they like they like fit and strong, and then they got like technical ability. So we get excited about them. But Patrick was that in '96. He was he was taller than everyone. He was, and he had a better touch than everyone, and he could hit them from long range, and he could stick and he could stick his foot in in a tackle, and he wasn't afraid of nothing. And before you know it, it was just like, yeah, this guy's our captain. Like the same way we talk about Kieran Tierney just by watching a few performances and his attitude, you look at him as a captain and it was the same as Pat. And we already knew before he got given the armband from Tony Adams, this guy's going to be our captain. This is our leader. And I'm not going to talk too much about it, but it's just like, when I watch interviews back from all the players that I played with him, Thierry always said, I may have got all the accolades and everything, but we, we went as far as Patrick took us. When I look behind me and I see Patrick behind 
and he's playing well and he's and he's looking after Roy Keane, we're gonna win today. He's looking after the midfielders that he's playing against, we're gonna win today. So for me, he's a he's a legend, a French legend, a World Cup winner, FA Cup winner, Vars, Premier League winner. And just almost like that remodified that midfield role. Obviously, you guys have poor skulls and Roy Keane, great players. But I just think for Pat, and as a black player as well, as a black midfielder, he was one of the first that wasn't getting labelled with the typical, oh, he's powerful and pacey. Mm. I feel like commentators appreciate that. Oh, no, 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 he can find a pass. And and he's got good, te- he's got good technique. <laughs> you know how we get excited about Yaya Toure? People look at yeah. Yaya Toure like he's the first one of that mould. Yeah. Like I was the first black player that's technically gifted, but Patrick Patrick was Patrick was just just as good for me. Um, yeah, man, that's that's my legend and my hero, man. Well, I was gonna ask you with Pat, um, in like in terms of like all time great Premier League centre midfielders, where would you rank him? Well, I think we done our team. I know I don't know if we all I don't, but I know we agreed in the <laughs> end. We've got we've got um, I think we got what Gerard and Scholes in ours, yeah. Yeah, but it was a toss up between Gerard Scholes, Vieira, and I think Lamps. That's probably the four that you'd go with, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So if I, <laughs> I mean, if I had my way, my midfield would be Gerard and Vieira, in it. So that's how highly, I, <laughs> that's how highly, that's how highly I rate him, in it. For me, he's, he's, for me, he's, he's up there, man. He's, he's, he's up there with, he's up there with the best two, him and him and Gerard. But obviously, there's people that would say Lamps and Scholes. Just for me. If I were to pick a midfield two from everything they've done in the Prem, I'd go with Gerard and Pat. Ade, where would you put him to take away from the Arsenal's perspective? Boy, um, <laughs> to be honest, I, I would put him in top four as well. I would. Um, when I think of Vieira, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is elegance. He brought an elegance to that, to that midfield, that central midfield role in terms of his attributes and his technical ability as well. And as much as I... I don't like to say it, like, he's just an awesome player. I wish he wasn't at a team like Arsenal. <laughs> it means I didn't appreciate him as much as I should have. Oh, no, that's, that's exactly how I feel about Rakeem. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. how I feel about Rakeem. But I think, I think he's a quality player. He had everything. He had everything. Yeah. He had the physical attributes. Like, when you do look at Yaya Torre, Decore, um, Pogba, you look at them and you'd be like, be like Pat. Yeah. Be box to box. Be yeah. the definition of box to box. Literally, that's what you think of. I think that's what you model everything off. So, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't think of too many negative things to say. Yeah. He was definitely, definitely made a, an impact on the Premier League. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think for me, I didn't appreciate him enough because that rivalry back then was just so intense. Anything about Arsenal, you just didn't want. Mm-hmm. I just, I just hated it. Even, <laughs> even like, I used to argue stupid stuff. I used to try and say like, um, Vanessa. Remember, I used to say Vanessa was better than Henri, but I, obviously, <laughs> but the rivalry was so. In, obviously, then like, I was, yeah, you have I was to saying, you just back your yeah, team. You just backing your team, just be yeah, like stupid team. arguments. But, what do you mean? Um, what do you mean? Jordi Cruyff is better than Robert Perez. What do you mean, bro? <laughs> what do you mean? Carol Poborski is better than Lundberg, bro. Yeah, so it was hard. It's hard for you to appreciate him, but looking back at the man now, his career, <laughs> yeah, it's just you like in, you go in. You know when you go into those games like United and then Arsenal games, and you're thinking, oh, like, I wish this guy is injured and doesn't play because it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> when when is in that middle of the park, you know it's a problem. 
it's a hundred percent problem. So um, nah, he's a great player, man. And um, the last thing I was gonna say is that, do you guys think it will slot in well in today's football? Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I still 100%. think there's a, a, a definitely a place for him. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Just look at what Decore is doing, and he he was better than Decore. So yeah, yeah. The yeah, thing with Pat is if 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 you was to play how a lot of teams now are four three three with a, like a six and two eights or two sitters, the perfect thing about Pat, the biggest accolade I could play him is he could play as a six and look super comfortable in there, yeah. or he could play as an eight and go box to box and look super comfortable in that position. Yeah. So he could easily yeah. play in today's game. Yeah, no, well, I think he's just he falls into that bracket of midfielder that we were discussing last week that we were saying Dele Ali should be able to do. He can do everything in that middle of the park. Yeah. Like, He's got everything. Strong, can tackle, pick up pass, can finish. He, he can do everything. Get into the box. He can do and he absolutely was, anything. And he was a leader, man. Yep. He was a leader. Was a leader. Yeah, I was a, a fake Vieira, bro. When I was captain of the uni <laughs> team, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I always used to, I always used to, like I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to like Vicks on my chest. You know, Vieira used to put Vicks on his chest <laughs> so I could breathe better. I always wore the number four at every club I went to, and I had that armband. And in my mind, I was thinking. So how how would Vieira approach this game? Like, what, what, like how would how would he motivate the boys? Like, you lot know me, I'm a talker, and I get that from watching Vieira and Tony Adams and the captains at Arsenal just mad vocal and trying to g up the others. They're different captains. Like Ade's more like a lead by example, like do as I do as I do, don't do as I say. Kind of. Mm. Tom's more like both. Tom's like he, Tom's gonna give you a seven eight out of ten performance every week, but also let you know that. You do shit at the same time. Whereas me, I'm just never. Whereas me, I'm just never gonna shout for the whole game. It's gonna keep going, keep going, keep going. And I feel like you need people like that in the team. You don't need all eleven players to be like that, but you need a leader, and that's that's Pat. And as a black man as well, it's a perfect example for I speak. Be a leader. You know what I'm saying? There'll be a follower, man. I respect it, man. Like, and and I respect it so much that he's doing management now. I wish him nothing but the best. I just hope he doesn't go to Arsenal. Then that's when I will start hating him. Oh no, he but, gonna come. It's a natural. But, it's natural, bro. He but I wish come. him nothing but the best at, um, at Villa. I mean, at Palace, and I hope he does really well at Palace. And like, just to like round it up, you know, he's won everything in football. You know that, right? I didn't realize it. It, it was actually part of the Inter Milan team that won the Champions League. Champions League, yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't, I didn't realize that it was. He played two games in that. Um, sort of what it takes place five ten minutes each. So he's yeah. won everything. He might, not, he might not have got a medal or something. They might not have given him, but he was in the squad. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, does he not get a medal? He I'm not sure. Because they, yeah, cause when, when, they, when, when, they, um, when they do his honours, they don't give him yeah. Champions League. Okay. Yeah, they just okay. do Serie A. Because he was obviously he was there, innit, when they won the Serie yeah, A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I was... Um, yeah. I bought, um, what, based on, like, transfer market, he's been... He's been um, credited with it. He's been honoured, yeah, credited with yeah, it. Yeah, there, there are lots of them that change after the fact, like, yeah, um, based on the rules at that point in time, they might not have gotten a trophy, because there were some tournaments that you only got a trophy, um, a medal, if you played in the final, which yeah. was just a madness, but yeah. yeah. But you got to think, international, internationally though, he couldn't have won anything, he won the Euros and the World Cup, and he was integral in both, they said yeah. he did with both, he played with Petit, yeah, yeah. played with Petit in the World Cup, played with Makelele in the Euros. Yeah, he won anything, won that four... Italian car, it's just yeah, it's won everything in football, obviously. And as he, um, and I feel like Arsenal's real problems started as soon as he left that club. That's when the problems started piling up with Arsenal when we ever left. But right? he can hold his head high and say, He's what is he in the modern era? He's probably the only captain, the only guy to captain 
an invincible side that hasn't lost a game all season. Yeah. And that on top of yeah, I forgot about that. Like they guys got team. Imagine that. Man. Imagine that you're captain and your team never you, your team never loses a game in the whole season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah. Like well done to Patrick. All right, cool. All right, so the second person this week, um, obviously we discussed we bring up maybe another two next week. It's um the great Andy Cole, the king. Andy Cole. I just before I'll is gonna go, but I'll tell you what. I'm not yeah. going though. No. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not you don't going. appreciate Andy Cole enough. Um me, this was I remember when Andy Cole was at Birmingham. How do you remember when I went to watch my Yeah, we had to go watch him play. Yeah. And despite his age at the time. My mouth would be like 36. He was moving mad. <laughs> he was still moving mad. Like it, you can tell it was head and shoulders above everyone else. It's just, and you can tell that this guy must have played at the highest, highest level. So now Andy, I did, I'll let you. No, nah, I'm not talking about him, you know, because um, why? Because people don't respect him. I don't. I feel as if. No, firstly, let's, Andy... first, let's say his name right though. Andrew Cole. Andrew he Cole. Has, yeah. He doesn't like to be addressed as Andy Cole. Okay, yeah. Andrew Cole. But like, this is why we are showing him the respect he deserves. Like, as much as like, you know, people, you know, like, we know people don't watch enough football, and a lot of people like the glamorous players, but. Us that we've been watching football from a very young age, and we know what it means to football. We know a lot of people don't probably doesn't even know that he plays for Arsenal. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they can't he played for Newcastle. Bro. Newcastle, <laughs> exactly. So you can't really expect those people to appreciate the talent that he is. So let let us do that for him. And this is the whole purpose of like our podcast is just appreciating players that we know a lot of us are not going to shine eyes on, basically. So let's do that, Ade. Don't worry. Don't mind them. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Basically, as people... I, I'm sure all the listeners that have been listening to us know, Andy Cole is, like, my favourite player of all time. Like, all time. I know the Ronaldos have come, the Messis... The Ahead of Daniel Amakachi. Bruh. <laughs> and, Andy Cole is probably why I even started playing football in the first place. He's probably why I, I support Man United, if, I, if I'm very, very honest. Mm-hmm. Like, you're talking about a guy that started off at Arsenal, wasn't really getting his chance and decided to to try and go elsewhere to make his name. And his goal-scoring records are just there, right? You're talking about top scorer with Newcastle. 34, goal, 34 goals, even though that was when the league was a bit longer. What, 42 games? Was it 42 games? Yeah, 42 yeah. games. But you're talking about 34 goals and none of those were a penalty. No single one of those was a penalty. Right? In the same season, man's top assist provider. What kind of numbers is that for goal invo- involvement? <laughs> if somebody mm. does that now, like you're going to hear about it so much. You're talking about yeah. those are the kind of numbers they're posting for Messi and Ronaldo. Yo, someone does that now, Adi. They're going if, for 100 million minimum. Bro, <laughs> minimum. those numbers, 50-something goal involvement in the se- season, you're talking about top players. Andy Cole, third highest Premier League um, goal scorer and took one penalty in that time. 187 goals, only one penalty. Look at that. First player to score five goals in the Premier League. Like, there's just so much he's done. So much he's done. And even as he was getting older, you still see memorable goals from when he played for Man City. At that, and Blackburn at that and Fulham. And, Blackburn and, 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 <laughs> and it's not like he just left United. So, obviously, he won all the trophies for United. You don't even want to go back and you don't necessarily need to mention the treble winning season. You get me? 
you're just talking about the, the little acc- accolades, the, the little Premier Leagues before you go to the Premier League and then his relationship with Dwight York. But then even when they left United to go to Blackburn, they still won the League Cup. Yeah, yeah. Right? And that's not a glamorous team. Blackburn were not the Blackburn of old. When of they old, yeah, yeah. Up. So it, it pains me that he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves because, yeah. honestly, he's a top striker. He's ability, he's movement. Because, like, and like the same way Ham plays, right? Ham plays after Vieira, right? He models his game off Vieira. And Andy Cole was what I modelled my game off. And it was more my, my movement. Because I'm not going to say I'm a, I'm a Lewandowski, but I get the goals in, right? Yeah. You move around from watching him and he's finishing and his goal-scoring record was just phenomenal. It's a shame he didn't get the chance with, with England as well because his stats before Euro 98, it, it just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense, yeah. It yeah, didn't yeah. make sense that he didn't go. But as much as, much as they don't appreciate him, I, I appreciate you, Andrew. I appreciate you. I love you. No, Andy Cole's... Uh, just quickly, I was going to say three things quickly. One, I think he's appreciated by his peers simply because yeah. I watched something with Henri and no, I watched something about Andrew Cole, actually. And he said that Henri, Henri calls him like uncle, like uncle, in it. Like he bows down when he sees him because he says, Henri told him, I don't understand how you don't get more respect. He, Henri said, if you was like, if your surname was like a French surname, <laughs> they would love you. Everyone would love you. <laughs> Yeah. So that's one. Two, one thing that really bothers me is when we talk about pure finishes and people talk about pure finishes in the in the game and it's ex-pros or whatnot, Robbie Fowler's name is always brought up as the best finisher they've ever seen. But I think Andy Cole's just as ill. Like they said, all those all those numbers at one penalty, come on, bro. He's finishing these chances, isn't he? Yeah. And Andy Cole yeah. wasn't a man that, let's be honest, most black strikers, they need three, four chances to score one. No, Andy Cole's like a that. one in two man. Two chances, score one. So let let legend on that, legend on that. And um, the last point, whenever I think about Andy Cole, I just always remember the goal with him and Dwight York against was it Barcelona at the New Camp, where they don't look at each other, they step over, step over, and then finish. Barcelona. I think the goal was that. I I remember the Juventus goal, but that was more. That was more like. um, it wasn't. It's not the goal I'm talking about. The goal yeah, I'm talking about was at the new camp. When I was getting confused uh, yeah. between them, but I think it's the. I think yeah. it's the. Yeah, it's a new camp one. It's a new camp one where the I think Andy bar. plays. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the image that comes to mind when I think of Andy Cole. Because that goal is what you call poetry in motion when you're in super sync with your strike partner. Yeah. So yeah, legend man, Andrew Cole man, legend. Yeah, legend. Um, once again, obviously he's won everything in English football. Obviously he didn't travel out. And as Ade say, despite him leaving United, he's also won like the League Cup with um with um Blackburn. Blackburn. And um I think that the upsetting thing is the fact that he didn't get enough chance with England. And if you look at the like the strikers England had at the time, don't get me wrong, England had top quality strikers, but I I felt like the man deserved his chance, man. And look, I I, I would never know why he hasn't he hasn't got more cats for England, man. I honestly don't know, but yeah, uh, I know Glenn Hoddle didn't fancy him, but mm. it's the same way now. You, there's always argument that you take your best players regardless. Yeah. Like if the if the stats suggest this player needs to go, then he yeah. should go. But should um, go. it won't take away from all he's done, right? We we talk about screen. Look at Kane. We screamed yeah. about him being top goal scorer and top assist scorer last yeah. season, but hardly any. <laughs> 
people knew that Andy Cole did exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah, of course. They nah, raved that... about it, but Andy Cole done the same thing. Yeah, nah. People just choose to ignore like things like that. To be honest with you, and and you got to understand a lot of people probably just start watching football from like the late two thousand, yeah, like probably two thousand and ten. Probably from like the Pep Guardiola days or so. <laughs> they don't even yeah. understand. They don't acknowledge yeah. any of. Yeah, and then whatever's happened before, they don't acknowledge it. Whereas mm. we bossed for me, for example, I didn't start watching the Premier League until for late, probably like '96 or so. Or even yeah, but I always make I watch all the Premier League years. I go back and check for players that I might missed out on. So, yeah. um, but whereas you're not really gonna get much of this young kids doing this nowadays, man. They're just more focused on like getting the same haircuts and Mbappe <laughs> or Pogba getting the same boots. So yeah, they're not they're not really focused on that. But yeah, um, and one last thing, just the same thing with um Patrick. Where would you rank him in the Premier League? The greatest striker, one of the greatest strikers. Well, I didn't even have him as number one, so I'll take over. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you. you know, I don't like to be ridiculous when I when I give him his props, but I would suggest top five. If we're talking about Premier League and we're yeah. focusing on Premier League achievements, it's hard not for him not to be in the top five when he's the third highest goal scorer and he's got those other records in addition to that. He played for the most successful side. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard not to put him in a top five. Like it's hard. Like as yeah, much as it yeah. might not be glamorous, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Ham? Yeah, I'm thinking Allen, Thierry, Thierry Corn, Corn, Rooney. Yeah, and Andy, yeah, Andy will be, and Andy will yeah, be top five. He'll be top yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I think I think Harry Kane goes in there when he when he hangs yeah, up probably, his boots. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think, yeah, and I think he got spot on, yeah, top five, definitely, definitely, because he's still like what third on the list of top goal scorers, all time goal scorers. Yeah, still, still third, still third, yeah. cool. And without penalties, without yeah. one penalty, and it's not that he took penalties and missed them; he only took one penalty. One penalty, cool. No, that's great. No, I just thought like, so what we do just right this month, just touch on like some like great players that. Um, a lot of people might not appreciate, especially black players, as it is Black History Month, and and I think Andy Cole just epitomised that because a lot of, a lot of people don't appreciate his legacy. So um, we're gonna keep screaming that out here on our podcast. Um, if there's anyone else that the listeners might um, want us to talk about, just hit us up privately. Um, so we are gonna do this for the rest of the month. Any black players that you want you want us to discuss their legacy just let us know um boys anything you want to add before we leave yeah you lot need to know who paul parker is <laughs> <laughs> we want to be talking about black players and black history but do your research <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. paul parker best right cool. back ever <laughs> all right brilliant um all right thanks people for listening um please Follow us on Instagram, Red Divided. Um, subscribe to our channel on YouTube, Red Divided. Follow us on Twitter and all the good stuff. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Week. Peace. Peace out. Hey, the beat.